happy anniversary everyone we made it we made it to one year of the falling star wrestling podcast that we couldn't be happier and we couldn't have done it without you guys welcome to the falling star wrestling podcast episode 48 i'm your host patrick vincent crown and i'm also joined by the man the myth the owner of fsw head booker the man in charge the top dog the dude that puts the star in falling star jimmy star it's been my absolute pleasure to host this podcast over the last year through good times and bad, but we've really started to find our groove as of late. And in this episode, we discuss how the podcast has helped us through the pandemic and where we see the podcast going in the future. We chat, we meander, we riff on all things wrestling and a bit of football for some reason, but it all makes sense in the end. So settle in for the anniversary edition of the Falling Star Wrestling Podcast. So, Jim, about a year ago, we got together and we decided to launch the Falling Star Wrestling podcast. We didn't really know what would come of it. I didn't really know whether it would last a year. Obviously, at the time we were doing it, we were in quarantine, we were all locked down, we were on furlough, and we just needed sort of an excuse to get together and have a little bit of a chat. Now it's kind of morphed into this kind of completely different thing. Um, What are your kind of thoughts on the whole Falling Star Wrestling podcast and what do you think you've gained from it? Well, first of all, um, you know, thank you to the listeners who have stuck with us for for, for a year. Um, that's you know, that's obviously fantastic. I know we have our sort of hardcore group of fans, and and this obviously alienates a few of them as it's more of a sort of behind the scenes adult based podcast for your sort of true hardcore fan. But I think um, I think like you say, we didn't know how long. It was going to last this, this. I mean, the lockdown. I mean, um, we didn't know sort of what situation we're in. We we, we still don't really. Um, we things are a little bit clearer um, on what's happening with with COVID, and you know things are sort of slowly, slowly getting a little bit easier. But I think the you know the initial the initial reason for starting it was so that the fans didn't forget about us, and it gave us a platform to to talk to not only um, FSW stars, but people who have sort of come along and wrestled for FSW and made a little bit of a name for themselves on the independent scene, but also reflect on shows, review shows. Um, And obviously the podcast has sort of just been growing and growing each week. But I think, I think what I've learned, I've learned most is, um, is was a few things really one the different reasons that people get into wrestling because because i look at it like you know when people come through the door um of the falling star wrestling academy you know you you very rarely get to find out the reasons that brought them to that to that place obviously they love wrestling but um you know a lot of people love wrestling and they just stay fans and they, you know, watch all the pay-per-views and, you know, they, and a lot of them become, you know, exceptionally uh, dedicated fans and they learn a lot about the inner workings of the business, but they very rarely, a lot of them very rarely actually have the tenacity and the, and the balls basically to step through the door of a wrestling school. So one of the few things is, it's, it's given me it's given me a, a rare insight into the minds of some of um, trainees past 
and and present you know guys like you and jack and Jaden and and uh, you know all the guys who've interviewed every everyone um into what's actually got them to the doors of a wrestling school and made them walk through those doors and i found that really really interesting and it and a lot of the time it's not necessarily been about just about love of wrestling it's been a, it's been about um it's been about more than that. It's been, it's gone a little bit deeper than that. And I've enjoyed exploring that with, with a lot of our guests, you know? Yeah. I know exactly what you mean there. I assumed everyone would kind of come on and be like, Hey, I used to watch wrestling as a kid and I thought it'd be a really cool thing to do. But I think a lot of people just thought, uh, or, or, or maybe told us that they sort of started off, they, they enjoyed the whole wrestling thing. Maybe they weren't sort of super confident in themselves. Maybe they had a few kind of, uh, anxiety issues or or kind of you know just maybe confidence issues and a lot of people th- see this as something that can help them become a a character or a larger than life character another thing as well is I didn't realize a lot of people like myself I assumed I don't know it's kind of like cliche but I assumed I was the only one who kind of wanted to use this as like a, a creative outlet I wanted it to be a physical kind of activity that would make me think about all sorts of things whether it be kind of fitness and health whether it be kind of merchandise designing whether it be putting together a match and using that and trying to figure out the the ins and outs and the inner workings of wrestling what works what doesn't work how to market yourself as a character, how to use social media and with the podcast, how to edit and put together, how to be a presenter, you know, and then we would do shows, putting together a show, learning from yourself and how to book a show from start to finish, the flow of a show. So it's it's not just we're wrestlers, we're big muscly dudes. We go in there and do, you know, punch, punch, kick, DDT, near fall, punch, punch, kick, finisher, and, and that's it. There's a lot goes into it. And I think it's it's really interesting to hear everybody's journey and, and how they go into and why they'll get onto it you, you could you could speak from somebody like a, a jack where he says you know he came in at you know 11 years old and could barely tie his shoes and would always fall over to to now i've seen pictures of him on instagram doing shooting star presses off the top rope and you're like how you know in a matter of years this guy's managed to figure out that this is an outlet for him to become a better human being and a better person and more confident in himself and have a good group of friends he can rely on and a good group of people he can bounce ideas off of. And I think it's this kind of culmination of people just want to be involved in something. And even going back to the Fauna Star Wrestling fans, I think that's why probably why they like this promotion so much because A, it's local and B, we kind of give off that that air of like, okay, yeah, when we're in the ring, we're superstars, we're falling star wrestlers, we're fighting for the title, we're, you know, beating each other up, we're having tag team matches. But then afterwards, they can always come up to us and, and speak to us, you know, in a normal kind of manner. They're very respectful and we appreciate that. Uh, but they don't kind of, I feel like they, they don't treat us like WWE superstars because we're not. And we, I don't think, I think that would be weird. I would, I would hate to go out after a, a match and be putting away the ring. And, and, you know, somebody comes up to me and me just kind of like big time and then be like, sure, <laughs> buy my merch. I'd just be like, no, I'm happy to talk to you, you know? And I think that's, that's a really nice thing as well. So it's, it's good for the fans to have a home promotion to come to, to follow every week and sort of learning that from wrestlers as well. Like we interviewed uh, Robbie, uh, Robbie Lewis, who currently sort of referees for us and how he transitioned from a fan to sort of a trainee wrestler into the referee position. 
and his whole story there. There was a lot of kind of peaks and troughs with that one. And of course, I've really enjoyed learning about the people that I thought I knew a lot better, like Furio. We've had him on the podcast a few times, like learning a few bits and bobs there, sharing stories. And, uh, you know, Jaden Scar, C.W. Davies, even Callie Grand, Smashing Mike and stuff like that. So I think it's been it's just been so interesting hearing everybody's stories and everybody in their own way has got such a different story but it all kind of builds to this one thing of a love of wrestling and just a want and a need to feel kind of validated in themselves because maybe they don't get it in in other places but they can come along to a wrestling show and you know pretend to beat each other up and then just have a laugh afterwards and and go on their merry way i know i kind of went off on a tangent there but (laughs) no no you're right and you covered a lot of ground There's, there's a lot to pick out of that because i mean you know as a as a trainer a lot of the information that people have told me has been hugely, hugely beneficial to me as their coach going forward. And, you know, a lot of the information I'll be taking from these podcasts and, you know, um, not training or teaching them or approaching them in a, in a, in a different way, but, you know, in the back of my mind, I'll, I'll, I'll know what they were insecure about. Say, for example, you know, someone I didn't realize someone was, um, you know, someone was insecure about promos, for example, or insecure about fucking spots or insecure about, you know, going in there and, and calling things on a, uh, what do you call it, from, you know, calling things on the fly, what have you. Well, now we've had conversations about that and I know that I can I can address that. So on a practical level, it's, it's hugely helpful. Um, but also, like, you know, wrestling's, wrestling's weird. Like, I know it sounds stupid, but, like, when you when you go out there on on when you're on the circuit and you're out there doing shows or whatever, like you can know people for years and considering friends, considering my pretty pretty good friends, um, you know, in in a in a you know bump into each other a couple of times a month kind of way, but they're still pretty good friends and you have a laugh and whatnot. You feel you get to know them, but then you realise you don't actually know their real fucking name. Do you know what I mean? Like you. Know, <laughs> You know their wrestling name, but you've never actually bothered to ask. Oh, what's your real surname, by the way? Or what's your real name? You've just, you know, you've just called them by by their working name, what, what or what they've been introduced by. And that's an incredibly weird thing to be to be in the ring with someone to trust them with your life, um, but not know so little about them. Um, and I think that the uh, the the, the podcast um, and podcasts will do in the future, especially when we get guys like um, Johnny Storm on, and you know, um, we'll get some try and get some more established guys on as as, as we go along. That one, you know, more established guys that've been uh, on the independent circuit for a long time. You know, we'll get to know a little bit more about them as human beings and 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 their past and stuff like that. You know, because I because you know Johnny Storm's a real good friend of mine. I didn't know his his last name was Whitcomb until he added me on Facebook, and 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 by that time I've known him for probably about ten years. Do you know what I mean? So just 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 odd odd things like that, and also you know going back to um, going back to to wrestling, like you know going back to wrestling and, and why people get into it and why people walk through the door, and you know it. it it, you can sense that, and I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking people who play like Saturday football or anything like that. But you can sort of sense that the reason people might go for a, a go and have a kick around on a Saturday 
and play for and play football for fucking I don't know the referee fucking you know under twenty ones um, in Kings Lynn um, is different to the reason that someone might come and train at the Four and Star Wrestling Academy. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot more facets, and it goes a lot deeper, and it and it and it, and it goes a lot. Um, there's a there's a lot more. Um, I don't I don't know. I don't know quite how to explain it, but like, you know, it's not just the fact you like wrestling. So you're going to be a wrestler, you know, it's, you know, whereas you could see, well, I like football, so I'm going to go and play football or trying to be a footballer. Like it's two totally different. It's two totally different mindsets. I think, you know, because wrestling's a fucking hard, like to be able to be, any sort of standard. I mean, we've obviously been been on and seen independent shows with people who are just playing around it, and it is it's embarrassing to watch. It's awful. So you need to, you, unfortunately, to be um, even a sort of lower echelon of, of professional wrestling. And I don't consider Falling Star a lower echelon. I, I think the shows with Ponica are really good. But when you sort of go in, in, in lower than that, like you still need to be a sort of professional and an athlete to be able to even compete at a extremely sort of basic level. Whereas, whereas having a kickabout with your mates on a Saturday in a football team, you know, you can sort of do that, you know, as long as you can put, put your boots on and, and, uh, you know, put your shorts and football, uh, football jersey on, you can sort of get involved in the game, but we're wrestling. It's not quite like that really, is it? You have to train have to train i think i think the weird thing with with like football in it from my perspective you know you kind of using football as an example like if i want to get into football it would be kind of purely on a on a reason that i enjoyed the sport or i wanted to use that as a kind of a catalyst to get fitter i i wouldn't have seen that as a as an area maybe to kind of make friends unless you were going to go on like night nights out and stuff like that whereas like wrestling I, I feel like somebody could come in like you have no idea what they do in their their regular life like you said sometimes you don't even know what their name is first name last name middle name you just know them as i don't know like squeak or something you know they've got a random wrestling name or you know Jaden or cw you just kind of call them whatever their name is and they could come in off the street and you don't know what goes on in their private life you don't know if they're 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 broke or rich you don't know if they're they have a family or they don't you don't know if they're confident or not and they just kind of come in they could have no friends but the the thing about wrestling is it's so it always seems quite sort of warming you know when somebody comes in that is completely new and they maybe look a little bit kind of scared i think my instant thing would to be like okay this guy looks like he needs a little bit of reassurance and we've we've done it so many times where you might be like oh yeah hi guys uh this is this is this is little johnny um it's his first session today you know can you kind of look after him and i think that kind of paternal instinct from maybe like myself or furio or even jack at times i've seen jack you know he he's not the oldest of guys but i've seen him try to take people under his wing and stuff like that and i think I, i wouldn't have thought of that kind of thing with with football or other sports whereas i think wrestling is so you have to be close with each other in a sense when, when you're in the same company i think you, you, you can go elsewhere and wrestle on different shows for different people but i think if you're in a core company like falling star wrestling and you want to be a person that's going to be featured every week every month uh, and you're going to come from elsewhere i think you have to integrate yourself into the core of the people and you kind of have to become known to them i don't think there's been many people that have come to falling star wrestling have been you know outstanding wrestlers and come every week but don't really 
speak to people, don't really have fun with people, don't have a, a good camaraderie with people. I'm not saying you're going to get along with everyone. You know, I don't get along with everyone in the locker room. Not everyone's going to get along with me. But I feel like there's at least sort of 50, 60 percent of people that I could sit there and have a great conversation with. And you, you just have that sort of camaraderie with them and I think it's because you need to like you said you need to trust them in the ring you have to work with them you have to you have to problem solve together you know we're in a match here's the finish how do we get back from that um this person needs to go in this direction are my stories in this direction it's all problem solving it's creativity it's 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 a thing you have to come together to solve it's not like all right you're in a football team you're the goalie like what you just know that as the goalie, your objective is to stop balls going in the goal. You know, if you're a striker, you're the one that's going to put ball. I may be, you know, oversimplifying things because people are probably going to think, uh, you know, I'm an idiot for saying football's that easy. And I'm not saying that, but I feel like wrestling is just so different because as soon as you take out the, the, the performance of wrestling, it is sort of a, a physical sport, but you don't really get that performance in, in football. I know there's a, you know, Everyone jokes about players, you know, run, uh, sort of falling over and hurting their legs and, and selling and stuff like that. But like, there's no real performance in football apart from maybe if you're a flary player like a Cristiano Ronaldo, and you you do a twizzle or you score a goal and you do a backflip. Like, wrestling is is all performance with with a with a sort of a sport base to it. And there's not many things out there that can really take those two things and 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 put them together in such a way. If you took one of the parts away. It, it just wouldn't be wrestling, whereas, you know, uh, football is is just a sort of a competitive sport. But you can you can play for your sun, Sunday league team, and you know, mate, mate, again, not not to shit on football. There are obviously there are tactics involved and plays involved, and you know the 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 sort of good to top players are training hard, and they are athletes, and you know they they're, they're fucking superb athletes, but. But, you know, it's more of an inclusive thing. You know, if you want to play at a very low level, it's an inclusive thing um, that you can go along to. And, you know, no one expects a great deal, but, you know, you can go along and, and just play, get involved. People stand on the sidelines, you know, your fucking, your fucking missus, your, your kids, your, your mates just have a bit of a laugh and, and watch the game. Then it's over, go down the pub. Whereas wrestling sort of got some of those, some of those, um, you know, similar ethoses in it. But to be even to, for for the safety of the wrestler and for the for for, for the, the the person, the punter who's coming along and paying their hard-earned cash to watch a show, you have to be a professional athlete. Like you have to be a, you know, you might not be, uh, you might not be the fucking, you might not be Roman Reigns, but you have to be an athlete in some way, shape, or form to be able to get through a wrestling match and entertain people, um, even at even at a low level, because like you know, you, you it's it's people aren't gonna fucking like a a shitty a shitty Sunday league football match. Um, you know, can still be fun to watch, but a really, really shitty wrestling show isn't fun to watch. Um, and you know, people aren't going to get anything out of it. So even at that lower league, you have to be a professional. And, and you know, one of the things I've found 
um, you know, when people come into to, to training schools, you know, you can see the ones that have been the yarders and they've practiced, they know how to do their power bombs and they know how to do their hurricane runners and they know how to take the DDTs and they've watched TV and they've sort of worked out what's going on. But they, they, they haven't thought about the rolls and the fucking bumps and how to land safely and posting and protecting your opponent and telling stories and above all the psychology and, you know, where you are on the card. And, you know, I could go on forever and talk about stuff we spoke about a million times before, but that hasn't factored into it. And all of a sudden they found that bit either extremely hard, extremely boring, um, and they just want to get to the to, – they just want to fuck about and get to the power bombs and stuff. We you, there's just you can't do that in wrestling. I can't turn around and say, yeah, we can just have a show, you know, our fuck about show, and you know that 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 just can't happen. Whereas you can have your fuck about footy match with 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 with, with your mates, and um, you know people can still come come and watch, and you know it, it's all okay. But that 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 can't happen in wrestling because a it's fucking dangerous, and b it's horrible to watch. So you know I think that's. I think that's one of the things with, with wrestling. The training is so important. And I'm not saying I'm the best coach in the world, um, but I'm a pretty good coach and I've got a pretty good, uh, I've got a pretty good eye. And, um, you know, all the people that we've interviewed in the podcast, um, you know, whether initially, whether they've walked through the door and I've thought, oh, shit, I'm, well, am I going to like him as a human being or not? Most of them, um, I've I've been correct in in my thoughts. Where actually, I think they're going to be able to, to 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 do something in this in this business, whatever it is they want to do, whether it be just wrestling for Falling Star, um, on an independent level, going around the country, going around the Europe, go, going around Europe, going around the world, being in the WWE, you know, um, wherever they want to go, really. Um, so obviously, it's quite often down at the individual. But but the point I'm making is is the the training part of wrestling is, is so important because unfortunately you have to train to become an athlete. And, um, you know, if, if you haven't got a, a, a quite a sort of higher, um, athletic, um, uh, ability, probably not going to be a particularly good wrestler. Um, no matter really, no matter really how good your, your, your psychology and, and, and stuff is because even, you know, even, even, people like your Hogan's and stuff like that. They're fucking great athletes. Do you know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's the, so, so the, the, the training is such an important integral part, the fundamentals, such an important integral part of, of wrestling to teach you to become that, that athlete and how to move and how to roll and how to bump and all that sort of stuff that that's the sort of bit that you need to get through to, um, to you know, to, to get onto the next bit. Wrestling is very much, based on stages isn't it it's right okay so we've got to learn how to fall and that's some like that's the most important bit and then we've got to learn some basic chain and then we've got to learn that oh we're working together here rather than fucking you know rather than actually fighting each other okay right so we're helping each other with stuff we're trying to make things easier our cardio has got to be good so we can carry this through and then oh shit we've got to tell a story with fuck how are we going to do that it's it's months and months if not years and years and years of, of of being able to do that um and it's definitely months and months before you're sort of allowed on that on 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 that on on a show really um and you know it, it's it's just a it's just a very even now it's it's fascinating it's just a it's it, and and that's again sort of winding back to why the podcasts of 
have been so interesting is is the we're all different people. Um, we all like different things in our own personal lives. Um, we're all, um, you know, we, we all live different lives. We're all fucking, you know, we, we all come from different backgrounds. I love a wrestling unites us all, but it's also how mentally we can physically get through the, the, the pain barrier, the training and the, um, and how we can get to where we want to be. Um, because, because you need to be an athlete to be able to do this job. And, and that's the, that's, 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 that's important. So it's been interesting listening to people's journeys, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. And there's one person that I have wanted to get on the podcast. We've spoken to him before. And this person was actually the catalyst behind sort of launching this podcast. I'm talking about the Dark Wolf, Matt Walters. Now, I know you and Matt go way back. And uh, just to kind of give a bit of context, so probably about a year ago, I think Matt just sent me a message out the blue. And he's like, "Uh, me and Jim thinking about doing a podcast. You fancy coming on? I didn't really know what kind of role you wanted me to do. But you, you sort of was aware of my kind of radio background and I've done commentary for you before and I can cut a promo and sort of I think I'm a a reliable kind of chap and yeah sort of the first couple of episodes were your episodes Jim where you basically kind of talked about your career you talked about sort of uh, making uh, Summit Wrestling and then Falling Star Wrestling and people probably don't know that Matt was actually on those calls he was kind of sort of lurking in the background and then he actually put together a few of the edits for um for those particular episodes and then obviously as kind of restrictions started to get lifted he basically got super busy and he was like uh pvc do you mind uh basically sort of taking over the podcast and then it sort of um it kind of changed a little bit when when matt left sort of i guess the the backstage when matt stopped booking the podcast if that makes sense because he was he was in the back and he was helping sort of drive the podcast and stuff like that and then you know me and you we basically just sort of took it in this different direction we started off with a lot of interviews at the beginning and then we sprinkled in a few episodes where maybe you talk about sort of psychology or training things like that and then we'd interview different people and now quite recently we've done a lot of podcasts where we don't do so much planning we just kind of turn up we we press record and then we see what comes out and I think today is one of those and I don't necessarily think they're bad episodes but I guess the people listening will will tell us those but um can you sort of explain basically did you Matt sort of talk before approaching me on the podcast were you guys going to try and go ahead and do it um or was this just kind of a put together on a whim did Matt just sort of say to you hey Jim do you want to do a podcast and you're like yeah I'm up for anything yeah I wish there was a really interesting story beyond that but (laughs) it was a it was a sort of being put together on a, on a whim thing. Um, I think Matt Matt was assuming that um, you know we 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 do um, more interview based podcasts. I think he wanted short podcasts, um, you know, just for the the attention span of the listener. I but I've personally always performed lot always preferred long form conversation because again it, it takes you into it takes you into that into those areas and those and 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 it takes you off on those tangents, which sometimes can lead to nowhere, but sometimes can lead to some really interesting conversations and thoughts and ideas. Um, so, um, but going back to Matt, yeah, he 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 was um, initially involved, sort of in the background. I think he did a little bit of the editing, but you're right, you know, Matt Matt's job is is an exceptionally demanding one. 
Um, he works a lot in um, in film and editing himself, and you know, it's, it's a huge amount of hours. And um, he just uh, didn't have the time to to de- dedicate to it. But I think the idea from from our perspective was okay, we're not wrestling and we can't put on shows. Um, there's only so many um, old matches that we can sort of repost on the Falling Star site. There's only so many times we can say we miss you all and we do miss you all um, as fans. But, you know, before the site became a bit dormant. So we, we wanted to, um, we wanted something, something to carry, um, to carry on the Falling Star wrestling um, uh, name something new that the fans could uh, could listen to get excited by look forward to um, and some of our some of our sort of uh, analytics um, as times have been going on uh, um, you know our listener base has been going up um, my Facebook fan page and the fallen star wrestling uh, fan page numbers have been going up so people are obviously obviously listening um, but yeah it was sort of uh, minor Matt's uh, minor Matt's idea but the idea was a lot of, you know shorter shorter shows um, interviewing um, interviewing people um, you know interviewing um, our guys um, uh, some other independent guys and obviously we, we will we will get to that as time goes on um, but after we've interviewed a lot of the fallen star wrestling sort of regulars, um, and managed to get a, a sort of few other people in. Um, you know, there's still a lot more people we can interview, and and we will as time goes on. But I thought it would just be interesting to explore a little bit more long form conversation with you. And I know that, that that you are up for that as well. So Matt was around for like the sort of first four or five. Um, and again, the only reason Matt hasn't been on the podcast is because um, he's, you know, he's he's ex- exceptionally busy. But he will be on, and when he is on, it'll be a it'll be a, a, a really good podcast because Matt's got twenty years in the business and, and and a lot of stories. But yeah, for the first sort of you know maybe four, five, six podcasts, um, we didn't know how long this lockdown was going to last. We didn't know how long, um, you know, how, how long the, this pandemic was going to stop us from doing shows so we we've sort of been working on a week-to-week basis and we and we still are but i think but i also think it's got to the point now where you know even when we are back on um uh back back wrestling i think i think that um you know if, if you're willing i'd still like to carry on the podcast a to talk about the shows that we've got coming up promote them but also talk about the shows that we've had maybe review some of our own shows some of our own matches talk about some of our own storylines talk about some backstage stuff that people might be interested in if they're interested in in the business talk about our school a little bit more what's going on talk about sort of our current product and people that might be coming coming through and uh, coming through falling star people that we're trying to book you know stuff like that just um you know just to use it as a as a, as a, not only another sort of um you know part of the falling star brand and and to entertain people but also to promote what we're doing so I think what's sort of started as a little bit of a as a as, as a little bit of a filler until this pandemic ended has has ended up as as quite a popular quite a popular show, um, and uh, something that I am happy doing and would quite like to to carry on you know when 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 things get back to normal. Hopefully, we should be um, putting shows on round about June time. And ju- and just to, just to quickly before we. 
before we get, we carry on with, with with talking about the podcast, um, you'll probably see some of the Falling Star fans out there and wrestling fans that there, there might be some shows that are going on a little bit earlier, um, maybe sort of, uh, you know, May time and, you know, maybe even a little bit before that, um, people doing some outside shows and things like that. But um, the reason um, the reason we want to leave it till June or the reason I want to leave it till June um, until we start um, until we start putting on shows is because um, I want to make sure above and beyond anything that, that, that I, everyone's safe, the fans are safe, the wrestlers are safe and you guys feel, um, you know, happy about coming back into a, a room full of people and watching the show. I don't know what the rules will be like. I doubt by June that everything will be 100% back to normal. Um, I don't know what the, the rules and regulations will be, but apparently by the time that June comes around, um, we should be able to start having people in, you know, watch, starting to watch indoor events again. I don't quite know what that will look like, but um, I, I, I'm sort of going by what the um, what the government guidelines have, have sort of been state, uh, stating, and um, you know predicting. So, um, so it looks like Falling Star Wrestling. Hopefully, fingers crossed, will will start doing some uh, Westlands um, by June time. And um, if if they go well, it's depending on how and many people were allowed in the hall. We might do a couple of shows a day. Um, we might do a few shows over a weekend. Um, we might do one show a day again, depending on how many people we're we're, we're allowed back in that hall. But I just wanted to leave it until June so that we knew Falling Star as wrestlers and as a business and also you guys as fans knew exactly where we stood. And if we have to leave it a little bit longer for your safety, we will. But fingers crossed, June time. Um, I've started booking shows for June, Westlands from June onwards. Um, I'll let you know the exact date when we get a little bit closer. Um, but our first Westland is is planned for June, and then I'm, I'm sort of booking some some bigger halls around it. But again, it's just about making sure that um, you know that that everyone's safe, and we can put on a show that people can enjoy, rather than have to jump through so many hoops that it just becomes like a, a logistical nightmare. Um, and uh, also it gives the wrestlers who hopefully should be able to train by April time um, a good couple of months to, to, to sort of get get ready and get get some training in because again, you know people if if people was, might might start doing shows outdoor shows April May time, but if they haven't been in a ring or wrestled for, for 18 months then you know there's wrestling's extremely dangerous guys you know whoever's listening to this podcast is probably more of a um it's probably more of a sort of super fan so you understand the risks that are involved but if you don't um you know if you don't understand the risks that are involved uh wrestling is incredibly dangerous and we need to as wrestlers be conditioned um to get back in there and perform for you guys at a high standard and to do that, we can't just get in there and expect everything to be okay. We need to be able to get in that ring and 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 get our bodies used to the punishment and extreme abuse that we take. So, you know, by June time, we'd have had a couple of months, hopefully, 
um, to uh, got some training in, got some um, <clears throat> got some ring time in, and um, when you come back to watch us, we'll be ready um, as well as hopefully you guys being in a bit of a safer position to enjoy the shows, if that makes sense. Yeah, most definitely. I think safety is the utmost importance for both the wrestlers and for the fans as well, because we don't want to rush people going in there and, you know, it not be safe and it not be the, the right thing for that time. And I know West Lynn is not the biggest of venues that we run. You know, it's our kind of spiritual home. We do a lot of our sort of shows there. We run our storylines there and it's a really important thing for falling star wrestling, but we need to make sure that it's going to be the right time, the right place, the right, you know, measures are in place for everyone. And like you said, we need some time to prepare wrestlers yeah <laughs> i've just basically been sitting around for like you say 18 months i've not really been able to get to the gym or do anything like that you know i've been focusing focusing on on work and other projects and, and the podcast and stuff like that so it's going to be a culture shock it's going to be <laughs> shocking on the body and the mind and getting back into that kind of rhythm again and i think yeah giving us a few months in preparation is a really good thing uh but just going back to the the question that you said about the podcast kind of continuing on uh, when we do get back to, to running shows, my thought was basically, I think the podcast will then be able to grow a little bit better because I feel like if we can maybe incorporate live interviews, if we can do them on the night, I think that'd be a really interesting thing. You know, if we get somebody uh, that comes in from the outside, whether it's a, a Johnny Storm training session, we can get him on the podcast. We can sit down sort of, you know, face to face. I feel like that would be a nice little thing to do because all of these podcasts we've been doing are through the internet. We, we can't currently see each other. So we don't really have that kind of connection like you have in a wrestling ring. You can almost look at each other and know what spot's coming next or, you know, you, you don't know when I'm going to kind of jump in and talk. You don't know uh, if I finish talking, you just have to kind of wait for the, the signal or you know the, the the one second drop whereas if we're in person I think there'll be a much better chemistry there we'll be able to kind of laugh and be more expressive uh the the audio might be another thing but I'll, I'll handle all that kind of stuff and I think you mentioned it there as well I think it'd be a really good thing for us as this is kind of like you say more of a, a smart wrestling fans kind of podcast i think it'd be interesting for the fans to the come to the show watch it analyze it for themselves and then if we can then sit down afterwards after the show you know have a bit of a sort of a debrief and then me and you or you know me you and furio me you and Jaden, whoever is there at the time whoever's available can kind of sit down we can do a little kind of three-way dance type thing and and almost break down the show what we thought was good what we thought we can work on how we think you know our characters can develop what we thought we did well what we thought we did wrong and i think that'd be a really interesting thing for fans to to hear because that's kind of what we do really isn't it as wrestlers we we turn up we train we put the you know we put the ring up we train we talk about what the show's going to be you would book the show you would ask for opinions from from more more of the the sort of the top tier guys everyone gets in there we we may sort of have a little little bit of a roll around before the show the show goes on that's a kind of a live environment we have to to ebb and flow with you know the the venue the ring the matches sometimes they go the way we want sometimes they don't we have critiques but then after it's all said and done after we've kind of calmed down we've met the fans we've hung out for a little while we put the ring away you know 90% of the times 
uh, there's a lot of the Falling Star Wrestling guys that will go and sit down and have a meal together. And we basically spend that hour, half an hour, however long it is, kind of sitting there and talking about the show, what, what happened. And that's our kind of like, I guess that's our winding down thing. That's how we cool down. That's how we get all those sort of ideas off of our head. You know, I might say to you, oh, I did this in the ring. Did you see it? And you'd be like, yeah, I saw that particular part. I thought you could have done that better. Or I really like that particular part. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of constructive feedback that we give each other. And I think that would be quite an important and interesting thing for the fans to hear. Obviously, we don't want to give too much away. We don't want to spoil, you know, up and coming shows and stuff like that. But I think it'd be a good thing for to build the storylines, be a good thing to to let people know what's going on, uh, help them understand the storylines if they've maybe missed a show or whatever. You know, if we run a show on a Saturday and somebody can't make it, they just tune into the podcast on the on the Tuesday or Wednesday and they basically hear kind of a rundown of what they missed and hopefully it will get them excited again and be like, right, I'm never missing a Falling Star Wrestling show again. I'm going to come to Westland. I'm going to come to Wisbeach St. Mary. I'm going to come to Outwell. I'm going to go to, you know, uh, wherever we run a show, they they want to be there and hopefully support us. And then hopefully again, they'll listen to the podcast and be like, yeah, I remember that little part. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, that's why PVC did that move. Oh, Jimmy was saying that when he, oh, he's trying to get this across when he was doing his promo or, oh, I, I thought that might've been a mess up, you know, kind of a little bit of insider baseball. I think it might be as long as we don't share too much, but I think we're pretty much an, an, an open podcast. It, it can be that little bit of a, little bit of a join up like you say not everyone drives not everyone can get everywhere um i know a lot of the guys do and i i, I you know a lot of the fans out there who who come to all our shows you know i i, I really appreciate it and you know it, it's fantastic but i understand you know whether it be work whether it be transport issues whether it be finances not everyone can get everywhere so you know, it'd be handy for them, you know, if they know that, like, if they live in Deerham and Deerham's the next show that's coming up, they might want to know what's happened beforehand. So, you know, it gives it gives them an extra opportunity to listen to our podcast, find out what's happened at the show beforehand, the Westland beforehand or whatever, the, the Outwell beforehand, and, and find out why, you know, so-and-so was going up against so-and-so this, in this match. Oh, because at the last show, they fucked them over in, you know, when they were wrestling, when they were wrestling you or me or whatever, you know, it, or, or it gives them an opportunity just to just to, or gives us an opportunity just to fill in the blanks a little bit. But obviously, like you say, without giving too much away, um, you know, it gives us a chance to update people on results. Gives us um, gives us a, a chance to update people on um, future shows, so they make sure that they've um, you know they get they get their tickets or that they put their night off work or that they you know make sure that they don't you know. You fucking do something stupid like go out with a bird when there's a wrestling show on because you don't want to be doing that. You want to be coming to our wrestling shows, <laughs> you know. And it gives them a chance to make sure they've got that spare slot in their calendar. Yeah, so it's definitely something the podcast might might change, uh, might change slightly, but you know, it, it, but it gives us a opportunity, like you say, whilst people are in the venue to grab hold of them, you know, set that spare hour hour and a half aside and sit down and talk to them and and um and and get and grab an interview with people like your bulks and you know i'll, I'll have i'll obviously get people like madman manson down again who would be a great interview and get people like johnny storm down and danny collins and and you know those guys who are who who are, you know normally normally hanging around calling star wrestling in some capacity at some point during the year we'll be able to grab them and and you know hopefully uh hopefully have a a, a good interview of them which will you know the fans will, will will enjoy because like we said earlier on 
everyone's got that different story to tell when you normally find you know the longer people have been doing it the you know the the more sort of interesting their 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 their, their beginnings are and um you know the more sort of uh names that people bring up and think oh shit yeah i remember them or uh, you know who was that i've never heard of them i'll look up some of their stuff or whatever you know so it's uh it, it will give them a bit more information to into people that they've only ever seen on shows and i think that that's i think that that's something that um you know i i miss a little bit from wrestling but i also i can also understand the fashion fascination you know like it's, 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 it's sort of like since the Undertaker started doing um, started doing interviews, like no one knew nothing about him up until sort of the past sort of you know eighteen months since he was sort of more or less been retired, and uh, now people know everything about him. He's done loads of interviews and he's he's on every show going. But up until then, no one knew anything about him, and it made him you know it was it was it was cool in the in the kayfabe sense, but it's also cool to know that, oh, fuck, this is how we started. And actually he likes, you know, he's, he's, he fucking likes, you know, he likes fucking swimming or he likes hunting or he likes motorbikes or he likes, fucking, you know, he likes, you know, barbecue ribs or, you know what I mean? It just, it just, people like to know, um, people like to know a little bit more, not just about their, their, their favorite, you know, their favorite wrestlers, but, also, I think people just like to know about their journeys because because another thing that when when I started falling star wrestling, um, and also I'm, I've tried to get across on these podcasts is that no one starts out wrestling like Batista or no one starts out like John Cena. Everyone has their journey. No one walks into a wrestling school good. Do you know what I mean? Fit and ready to go. You know, it's a journey. It's a journey that people go through piece by piece. Now, there might be some natural athletes who can do stuff first or second time you ask them, but they're probably not natural talkers or they haven't got a natural promo or maybe they have to work a little bit more on their physique or work a little bit more on their sports or something. Like wrestling's full of, got so many different facets to it. You know, you're never going to be good at all of it. So, you know, to all the people out there that are listening, I hope from the sort of, you know, we're coming up to sort of 50 podcasts here, you know, and I've said it on a lot of them. I've said it probably on more than half of them, you know, like there's there should be the only barrier that's ever going to stop you being a wrestler is you. Don't ever think it's your physique, your fitness or anything like that because <clears throat> that can all change. <clears throat> We've got a... Um, a young guy training with training with us at the moment with cerebral palsy. He spends most of his day in a wheelchair, but he still comes to the Falling Star Wrestling Academy and works, you know, hard, if not harder, than um, a lot of the other trainees because his dream is to have a is to be a professional wrestler and be in that ring and have a wrestling match. Now, you know, that's that's this is this is this is a young lad of 15, 16. Um, you know, who no one's going to tell him he can't fucking do it. Um, you know, and, I, and, I, and I've, that's something, you know, over the past year um, that I've wanted to go over to people. You know, if you walk through that door, I will give you the opportunity, no matter, no matter what, no matter what, 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 no matter, you know, if no matter what, I don't want to say what state you're in because that doesn't sound politically correct, but. I don't know what other words to use, you know, no matter what physical, mental, um, personal, you know, condition that you've got going on in your life, we've all got those, um, you know, we've all had those, you know, but 
come in, give it a go, try it. Because the worst thing that you can possibly do in your life is, is live with that regret. You know, at least if you tried it and not liked it and it wasn't for you, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that whatsoever. You've tried it and it wasn't for you. Um, you know, you don't have to push yourself through hell to do something that you thought you might like, but you at least owe it to yourself to go and give it a try. Because like I've said, again, in most of my podcasts, the hardest thing you'll ever do is work, walk through the door in that first training session. After that, it gets a lot easier. And I've also like to think that with falling star wrestling in general, and you alluded to it earlier on in the podcast, you know, we're, even if even if there's people there that you, you know, probably wouldn't, you know, go to the pub with every weekend, you know, you get on pretty well with everyone. You're not going to be rude to anyone. You're going to give everyone advice. You're going to help people. You're going to support people. You're not going to try and hurt anyone. And that's the case with everyone in Falling Star Wrestling. You know, there might be a bit of piss-taking, banter, banter, you know, there might be a bit of ribbon going on, but nothing nothing horrific. We're just lads having a laugh, doing what we love to do. And, you know, there's obviously certain groups that have been together, like you're of that sort of initial core of, of early guys who came to my first training sessions all those all about 10 years ago. Um, and then there's, you know, another group that have sort of, you know, that have overlapped a little bit. And, you know, you tend to find there might be, you know, some cliques or some mates or people who turned up together, you know, and, that, and that's all fine. But one thing about fullness and our wrestling is you're not going to walk into that school and you're not going to get bullied and you're not going to get forced to do anything that you that, that, that you don't want to do. You're going to be encouraged and I'm going to work with you and I'm going to take you through things step by step and I'm going to refuse to believe that you can't do anything um, that you want to do, you can. Um, but I, you know, I'm not going to see you. I'm not going to fucking shout at you like a drill sergeant and make you do things. Um, you're paying me at the end of the day to provide the service, and that service is to to get you involved in professional wrestling. And I'm going to do that to the best of my ability. So, um, and that's, so that's something that I hope this podcast has done as well is is giving people the idea of giving people a good um, giving people a good knowledge of actually what falling star wrestling ethos is about also what the the training includes and um actually what the what the wrestlers and the guys who have come from falling star wrestling and the locker room atmosphere is actually like because you know i can imagine that being because it was for me it was as it was as, as before i started wrestling it was quite stressful you know well, well fuck me what are these guys going to be like am i going to get the shit kicked out of me when i walk through the when i when i start training Am I, you know, what, what is, am I not gonna, am I gonna be too unfit? Am I gonna be this? Am I gonna be that? Well, the answer is, you know, when you walk through a, a, when you walk through that door, that's the hardest thing you're ever gonna do. And you're not gonna be fit enough. And there's loads of things you're not gonna know. And it's gonna take you years and years to even get a slight grasp of what professional wrestling is about. Um, but if you enjoy it and you're having fun whilst you're doing it, fucking great you know it's there's not going to be any problem and there's going to be a lot of opportunity for you to grow there's going to be a lot of shows for you, uh, a lot of opportunity for you to go on shows and go out there and perform in front of people which you know is 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 hugely important um and you're going to get the opportunity to do that in a safe environment with people who aren't going to physically abuse you 
And that was a luxury that wasn't afforded to me when I started. But um, but but with Fallen Star Wrestling, you know, that, that's that's a luxury you've got, you know? Yeah, we have a good bunch of guys, and I think that's a really important thing for people to know. And I think as well, even for people listening to the podcast, they might look at a person like a C.W. Davies or a Jaden Scar or a Jack Hammer or, you know, a Furio or even a Jimmy Star. You know, they look at you in the ring and they see, all they see is the character of Jimmy Star. They see that the shining light that is you, you're in the ring. You look like you own that ring because you've worked on that. That's part of your wrestling personality. But people have also known through this podcast that, you know, when you were younger, you've had bouts of kind of anxiety and things like that. And this wrestling journey has helped with that. Like, and those things don't always go away, but I'm sure you've learned over the years to, to help control those types of things. So you don't go into a ring and you don't kind of clam up you don't start to kind of worry about what's going on you you know exactly what you're going to do but that's from years and years and years of dedication commitment and hard work and I think if people know that going into wrestling they don't just look at the superstars in the ring and go oh they've got it oh oh look at that guy he's got the best body in there oh Jimmy he talks so well look at his lovely hair oh Furio look oh like I would love to be be like him Jaden he's just so confident how how can I be the champion it's like yeah but everybody started in your position Everybody started as somebody that wasn't a wrestler before. We did, we weren't born wrestlers. We weren't raised wrestlers. There are people out there that were born into a wrestling family, but I wasn't. You wasn't. Furio, Jade, and Jack. We weren't born into wrestling families. We grew up. We we watched wrestling. We fell in love with it, and then we decided that we wanted to take the next step. For a lot of us, it was a very hard thing to do. I don't think I would have done it if it wasn't for a good group of mates that wanted to do it as well. I would have always wanted it and I would have regretted it if I didn't do it. But I'm just so glad that a bunch of my mates were a little bit like, yeah, uh, I feel the same way. Like, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm unfit. I'm anxious about this. I don't know whether I can do it. I'm overweight. I'm underweight. I'm not muscular. Whatever. Everybody had these crazy concerns and then as soon as we kind of all banded together and we're uh should we do this like uh there's there's a training school let's go there and see what happens and then we did it and we were there for each other and it's the same thing you can come into falling star wrestling and i don't think anybody's gonna push you away if anything we're gonna try and pull you in because we want people to be a part of this family and we want the the family to grow because you know myself and you Jim we're we're not spring chickens we're not going to be wrestling for the next 20 years but we want to be there to help craft the next generation of of jackhammers the next generation of of whoever's going to come through the door and help with falling star wrestling because there might be a time where you'll step aside and you'll say okay maybe Jimmy Star the wrestler is going to wrestle like the undertaker once every year once twice every year or whatever but you're still going to be there you're going to be the owner the operator and the founder of falling star wrestling and you're still going to be booking the shows but you might give other bits to to other people that have have come and it's that kind of growing process that that everybody has when they sort of first start wrestling but you don't know that when you first come in the door i would have never known that 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 first wrestling session that i would be here 10 years later you know having been on big shows at lynn sport having wrestled people like johnny storm having be, been a, a champion within uh, a wrestling promotion having been sort of the host of a podcast of a wrestling organization doing videos photography uh, artwork commentary all these things you don't know that when you first step in the door so if that's something that you want to do 
all you have to do is just take that first step. And I know how daunting it is and how scary it is, but you you miss all of the shots you don't take. If you come and like Jim said, and it's not for you, that's absolutely fine. We're not going to come knocking on your door saying, oh, you missed training this week. You got to be here. That's 10 pounds. We're going to go take you and we're going to bump you around. Like it's, it's your choice. We will encourage you. We will be there for you. We will offer support and help and encouragement but we're not going to be like no you you signed a year-long contract you need to be here every sunday you need to be you know five minutes early you need to bring cakes for the boys or whatever there'll be nothing of that it's just if you want to do this then we're going to help you along with that but just pivoting on to a different question jim about the podcast obviously we've spoken a little bit about you but in terms of you and this podcast, what do you think this podcast has kind of done for you? I know it's done a few things for me. It's kind of kept me steady. It's kept me in contact with people. And I've absolutely loved that. But what do you think it's done for you personally? Because I know um, when somebody is interested in something, they will always be talking about it or always be planning. So for instance, if I had a project with a, a, another person and I was always the one saying, oh, do you want to do it this week? And people are like, nah, I don't really fancy it. But like over this last year, you have always messaged me saying, are we doing a podcast this week? You know, I'm going to get this person on this week. I've got an idea for this one. Should we do this? Should we do this? So having somebody there always kind of pushing me to do it, I get the feeling that you get a lot out of this podcast as well. Do you? Yeah, I do. I get a huge amount of it. Um, uh, you know, what what you just said is in, is entirely true. You know, um, just the just the fact that we get to connect, um, that we get to talk, um, and we get to find out more about each other's um, you know uh, pasts and and you know which which we should do. You know, we're friends as well as wrestlers, so you know that's 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 cool. You know, and um, it's so aside from all the other things you said, I think one of the things it, it's 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 and this is uh, going to come as a across as a, as a as a shock to everyone. Obviously, I've got my opinion of what I like um, in terms of uh, in terms of professional wrestling and how I want Falling Star to be, what I want it to look like, how I want it to run. What I want the locker locker room atmosphere to be like, what I want the product to be like, and um, going forward, um, how how I would like it to grow, um, you know, and that's all well and good. But one thing that listening to um, other fallen star wrestlers and you know guys who have trained elsewhere and been involved in fallen star and also just having genuine conversations and watching other shows and, you know, reviewing things. It's, um, it's, it's given me a, uh, it's given me a perspective on wrestling that I don't think I would have had if I hadn't have done the podcast. I'm not always right. You know, like I've been, I've been wrestling for a long time. Um, I've got my ideas on what works um, and I've gone out there time and time again and prove that what I do works. But what I do works for me um, and works for the crowd. But And if everyone went out and did it, it might work. Um, but where's the variation in that? Where's the, um, you know, where's where's the show in that? You know, it's, it's, it's you know, my opinion, um, although is based on experience, um, both in this country, in other countries, 
um, wrestling, you know, thousands of matches, all, you know, all over the place. I've got a good basis for experience, but talking to some of you guys and especially to some of the younger guys who are watching the current product and getting something out of it, um, which I'm not, I'm able to see and learn what they're getting out of it. And maybe that's something that needs to be uh, more of a part of, of falling star wrestling because, you know, Matt is a good example. Matt's got a different opinion of, of you know about wrestling, you know about wrestling than, than I have. So sometimes we'll sit down and debate, you know, a card and how it should go and how I think it should go. You know, I'm very much more storyline based, and he's, you know, he 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 he's very much, um, you know, he he likes sort of. Um, you know, to to watch very real sleek professional matches with you know, you know, he he's more of a spot wrestler than I am. I'm more of a story psychology psychology based wrestler than than he is. So between us, we've been able to put together some 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 good shows, and with input from you guys as as helped. But the only input I've ever really had from you guys is where we've actually spoke about it and come up with things sort of on the night or beforehand. It's been cool to have this podcast to sit here and, and listen to, to 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 some of the guys, um, especially who've been doing it for a while now, and see their opinion also. So and and hear what they like and what they what they want to do and what they see themselves as, um, you know. So that 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 that's definitely going to have an effect on the shows. Um, it should make them hopefully more exciting. Obviously, there's things that I think are crap and I won't tolerate. And, uh, you know, I just, but there are things that I've just overlooked, um, maybe in the current, current product and haven't seen that, that, that would work in Fallen Star Wrestling and the fans would appreciate more. Um, you know, so, so talking to um, the wrestlers who were not only um, in the earlier parts, earlier stages of their career than I am. Um, much more physically able than I am, but we're also watching stuff that I'm not. Um, you know, it's it's definitely given me the opportunity to sit back and listen more and think. Actually, some of this stuff sounds quite cool. Go and check it out for myself and think. Oh, you know, do you know what? Like, so for example, you know, I've been I've had the same move set for quite a long time now. If anything, it's dwindled down to to even less and less. But I've been thinking about, you know, more things that I can personally do move-wise, uh, moveset-wise, transitions into things that still make sense but that still work for my character and um, would still work within the psychology of who I am and in the match. But trying to change my own stuff up based on things that I've seen um, that I wouldn't have seen if I hadn't spoke to Jack or, you know, or hadn't, hadn't have seen um, uh, Jaden do it or spoke to him about it or, or heard in the podcast the reason why he did it or thought it was a good idea or listening to you or listening to anyone really um, that, 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 that we spoke to. So, you know, it, it, I suppose it just goes to show that, that, you know, the more people you can talk to, even if they've not been doing it for as long as you have, the more people that you can talk to, um, if they've got a mind for wrestling and they understand it and they're good at it, um, you know, it's 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 like it's like anything really. It's like getting a bunch of of, of accomplished film directors around and, and having a chat and, and seeing how they film certain scenes and 
you know, someone like Ridley Scott going, oh, fuck me, that's good. I wish I thought of that. Well, that's Ridley Scott. He's still a fucking amazing director, but he's just listened to someone else who's not been doing it for as long as him. But they, 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 they've taught him or spoke to him about a different technique, which he might go off and use. So I suppose in a roundabout way, it, it, it's it's I, I never I've never been I had such a big ego that I thought that I've known it all, but we've never really had the chance because I've always been me and Matt and and you know have always been the ones putting stuff together and being the boss and having so much to think about from fucking you know the microphones working to people turning up to getting the card written out to running the training to making sure that the fucking ring gets there to making sure that there's enough money to put fuel in the fucking ring to you know to whatever you know to to delegating jobs to to certain people because there's always been so much there we very rarely had the chance to sit down and just have a proper chat about your character or your, um, you know, the the match that you want to have, or where you want to go, or or the journey that that you want to have within Fallen Star Wrestling. Well, this podcast has given me that opportunity. So, you know, it's 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 been fantastic in that sense. You know, the the the, the you know the the insight into the well the the mind of a modern wrestler. You know. Um, and that's 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 hugely helpful as a promoter. Hugely helpful, you know. I watch a product and watch WWE, and I try and see what's going on at the moment. And I'm not I'm not best pleased with it. I don't think it's great. But you know, but then if I hear that Jack has been watching something in Japan, and I'll go and check that out, and it's actually oh, that's quite a cool concept. That's a cool idea. That's a cool move. Even it's a cool transition. It's a cool block. It's a cool way that. I don't know, to get out of the ring, you know, it's a cool way to come in the ring. Like, you know, there, it, it, it's it's just, it's like networking almost, you know. I'm talking to people who, I'm talking to wrestlers who, even though I've trained them, um, they've sort of gone off on their own. They've become their own wrestlers and we've all sort of, you know, met on this podcast and we're, and we're discussing the wrestling business like equals rather than me being your, your coach. You know, I'm always going to be the guy who's done it a bit longer, and I'm probably going to be able to offer the bit pearl of wisdom here and there. But you guys offer as much as much wisdom to me as as I potentially do to to to, to you, um, which is which is great because I never want to feel like that I'm, I'm dictating what you what you should do as a wrestler or how you should be or how you should act. You know, I want you to to give me as much input as you possibly can as well. And hopefully coming back from this uh, this 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 pandemic, and hopefully coming back from this break, um, is something that, that that will change. You know, if you give me an idea that shit, I'm still going to tell you it's not a particularly good idea. So don't sit there and go, oh, well, he's just fucking said on the podcast that he wants my ideas. I've told I've told him it, and he, you know, <laughs> he said it's not particularly good. But I'm going to tell you why, and I'm but I'm also going to tell you how we can potentially change that idea and make it make it work. You know. Um, so, you know, ideas and conversation and dialogue is always going to be uh, the key to a successful promotion, I think, from the top um, right on down to right on down to the bottom. You know, I, I, I want I want everyone to, you know, you know, I'm not I'm not saying um, uh, someone like someone like uh, Joe, Joe Raby or someone like that, you know, she comes up with some great ideas. For, for merchandise and for um, and for you know and for 
getting things out there and for making sure that um, you know, for for making sure that 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 you know that we've got competitions running, that we've got certain things running. She she she's a a fountain of ideas and knowledge from you know from 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 her background and, and watching the product. You know, Dan with um, you know her husband with 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 the van and making sure it's clean and making sure that you know everything's sorted and and with the ring and fixing fixing things and painting it and stuff like that. You know, it's just so many people involved in Fallen Star Wrestling. You know, you were doing the music, not just wrestling. You've got your wrestling gear on. You're just about to wrestle. You've got wrestling matches to sort out, but you've also got to do the fucking music. You know, sometimes, sometimes, most we've got a fucking MC as well as wrestle, maybe even a couple of matches. You know, it's such a collective, collective family affair um, that, you know, not just in the actual, you know, putting on of the show, but also, you know, in 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 the ideas as well, you know, and you know, if you've got, if you think you've got a good idea, then fucking, you know, tell me, and you know, if it if it if it's a good idea, it will be listened to, you know, it will be listened to, and 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 I'll make my, I'll do my best to make it happen. Having said that, you can't make everything happen in two minutes, but you know, I'm, I'll do my best to make it happen as long as you do your best to try and make it work, you know? What I think's important is if somebody's got an idea and if they've listened to this podcast, they know that everything you do, you don't just do it because it will be cool. You don't do it because, I don't know, it, it, it felt right or whatever. You do it because it has a specific reason. Like, I feel like if, if I was to come with, to you with an idea and I said, well, Jim, I'm just going to run this by you, uh, PVC as Falling Star Wrestling champion... And then you were just like, yeah, I'm listening. And I was like, that's the idea. You'd be like, well, that's not an idea. That's you trying to put yourself over. But then if I came to you with an idea and said, okay, right, I've got this, you know, in six months time, I want to go up against the Falling Star Wrestling Champion. To work backwards from there, I'm going to go to this avenue. We're going to go over here. I'm going to have this little bit of a feud here. This works because of this. And I think this could be, you know, this could be good. And then we culminate in a big match at Linsport. And this one's going to be, I don't know, uh, a, a tables match or something like that. But it had a reason and a story and a, a why and a, and a why and a where I think you would then turn around and say, okay, I can work with this. But if you were just like, ah, oh, I just want, uh, Jim, just put me over. Just just make me the champion. You don't want, that's not an idea. That's that's a suggestion. For you to have an idea, like you, you need to know why it's going to work. Like you're very open. If I came to you with an idea, we could sit down and we could discuss it. And I feel like some people might get that kind of construed a little bit, whereas you might after listening to this podcast you might get a few messages from people with 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 their ideas and that's a really good thing but as long as they know that it has to have a reason everything in wrestling has to have a reason like and i feel like when people understand that that's when you get the most from it like we all have reasons why we do everything why we have a certain gear why we have certain music why we come out the way we do some people come out slower some people come out more energetic some heels are more subdued some heels are more growly some heels are more cocky like that's not just because you know we thought it was a good idea it's because that works and that is a is a good thing to do like we had a feud over a year, myself, Fury, and CW Davies. We did a lot of things for a lot of reasons because it fit within the story. We did some cool stuff because we thought it was cool as well, but we tried to factor those in. And we didn't just come to you and just said, Jim, right, 
uh, we want to do this and we want to be main event of Linsport and we want to have a hardcore match. You would have just turned around and gone, but I don't understand. Like, that's a year away and you're the champion. How are we going to get it onto CW Davies and then get Furo as the champion? But, like, we had a plan, we had a route, we had a map, and we followed good reasoning, I think. And then we kind of executed it in that way. And I think it's always important to know why you're doing something in wrestling and because it's cool is not a good why, in my opinion. No, there was, there was um, I, I, I won't mention any names, and it, and it wasn't a bad idea. It was just um, there needed to be some thought put into it. So um, someone said to me fairly recently, they sent me a message and said, um, look, I'm thinking of changing my character up a little bit. Um, um, and I want to have um, a couple of the guys, the trainee guys, to come out with me as like, um, as like sort of, you know, uh, I don't know if the word was bodyguards, but just as like an entourage or a but, faction, or but yeah, a bit of a faction type thing. But you know, but because they weren't ready yet, it would be a good. They said it would be a good. Um, exactly, you know, good good idea for them to be, you know, to get out in front of a crowd. It would calm their nerves down a bit. Um, you know, I could go out there and wrestle, and then when they are good enough, we could do some tag team stuff and blah blah blah. All good suggestions, all fine. But the thing you got to think about there is, is okay, right? So, what are these guys? Are they your bodyguards? Because if they're they're your bodyguards, what are you? You're a chicken shit heel. What is your what is the idea of your faction? What are you going to wear? Are you obviously going to completely change your look? Are you going to cut your hair? Are you going to change your outfit? Are you going to um, all look the same? Um, you know, it, it, what what are they going to interfere in your matches? If so, how's it going to work? Um, you know, are they have, have you have you got a name? Have you got an idea of the directions? Okay, so you want them to start having tag teams with your getting involved in that way. So how's that going to work? How are you going to make sure that how are we as collective going to make sure that they're ready? So that you know it fits in with the storyline that you're that you're trying to tell uh, that you, that you're trying to tell. What are their names going to be like? You know, it, it, there's a million and one things that are, that has got to go into that situation to make it work. It can't just be you coming out with a couple of blokes, because in the end, it's just going to be you in your gear with two blokes coming out in their gear, standing around the ring, maybe doing a bit of skullduggery, but it's not going to become anything. It's not going to be like the MLP was where it was a well, you know, a slick, well old machine. And it was, you know, and, you know, you had, they, they dressed like each other. They, you know, they all had their parts to play. Um, you know, there was, the, there was an obvious leader. Um, there was the fucking, you know, and then when Davey got involved as well, he sort of fit into it with his look. Um, which made them even more powerful, which made them a, a better a better faction. You know, it 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 worked because even though we weren't, you know, we didn't plan it like that. You know, we didn't plan it years and years in advance. We still put some thought into how we were going to introduce it, how we were going to make it work, and what sort of character they'd be, and how, and how the how they would bring something to that faction. We just didn't have have a couple of three blokes walk out to the ring and all of a sudden you're supposed to know who they are and what they're about and, and what they're going to bring to the table. Um, you know, I like the idea that the person presented, but it still needed. It was only still about 25% thought, you know, in my mind, 
25% thought about. Whereas, you know, that's not a problem. Bring that 25% and together we can, we can build it up. Um, but it, that's, that's not, that's not a fully formed idea. Um, or fully formed concept. That's just an idea of, you know, or, or maybe that these two people that you're thinking of aren't the best people for the job. Maybe these other two people are the are, are the best two people for the job because they they're they're ready and and you know they could actually bring something to the table straight away. Whereas these other guys are, it's going to take a good six months for them to be even ready to have a match. And by that point, are the matches that they're going to have going to bring your stock you as a wrestler your stock and your stable down because they're still not quite ready to have have that match yet or you know what how's how's, how's it how's it going to work and there's, there's 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 so much to think about with within their idea it's not it's, it's something that again um we're talking about the podcast but it's made me realize as a promoter that there needs to be some proper sit down conversations with people, um, long form conversations as to as to where they want to go, so that we can, um, you know, so that we can make it better. Maybe someone else focuses on the training for that day, and I pick people out, and we can have a little bit of a, a chat about, you know, where to go next. What's this idea then? Okay, then how are we going to make it work? And 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 share a conversation because um, it, it's sharing that conversation, sharing these conversations on the podcast. Have definitely given me um, an insight into um, who people are, what they're about, and where they want to go. Well, that that conversation maybe needs to happen more at shows. Not that it, it wasn't, but it was just because there was so much for 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 me to and and Matt to be sorting out, other than just the other than you know a, a potential idea. Um, you know, it was it, it it was it was a very even though some we had some great ideas, I feel that we could we could benefit a lot more from from me taking a, a not a step back from teaching, but me taking a step back from certain other duties to be able to give the time more to you guys to to talk about future ideas and to talk about future plans that I've got not just for you and that, but how we can make them work together because it's got to be your input as well. Otherwise it won't work, you know? And if you have got an idea, um, we can use the benefit of my experience and Max, Matt's experience and, you know, all the other veterans experience there to, to, to make it work rather than just bung out something that might not work, you know? I think for for you to be that open as a wrestling promoter is is quite an important thing and probably people don't really realize that because there's probably a lot of promoters out there that would like to handle each and every little part of their wrestling show and and the fact that you can kind of delegate these other tasks to other people is is quite an important thing because it, it helps you focus on what's sort of quite important to you your core which is you know making sure that the the show is run safely and well you know in a wrestling term and you know get getting the crowd involved and whether it's promoted well you know on you know facebook or posters or anything like that and if you don't have to worry about those certain things there will be opportunities for you to sit down and and talk to people that maybe are maybe even they don't have ideas for themselves you can maybe work with them as well like i, I feel like 
if you have the time to 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 develop people i think then everybody benefits and then i think it will give people an incentive to go back you know after a show and if they've had a word with you and you sort of say oh maybe you could do this type of thing and then that might get their cogs going because i think maybe there's this thing in sort of wrestling where maybe everybody is waiting for you to say okay you know wrestler x you you're allowed to do this whereas you know some other people might just be like oh, i'm gonna give this a go i might just you know they've been thinking about all other ang- angles and avenues and they've been thinking about it and thinking about it, obsessing over it and developing it and you know taking that 25 percent idea and maybe develop it into a 50 percent idea or a 75 percent idea but maybe didn't have the balls to sort of come to you and say jim this is this is really what i want to do I've, i thought about it but the fact that you're willing and, you know, in, in, a, in a kind of public podcast to say that you're willing to sit down with people and hear their ideas. You want, obviously, more more developed ideas. But if somebody does want to tweak their character, they don't always have to wait for you because we've spoken about it before. Like everybody comes to a wrestling ring. They should know their character more than everybody else. I, I can have input from you as PVC. You can come to me and maybe tell me where you want the storyline to go. But I don't think you would ever come to me and say, Sean, uh, I think I think PVC should do this particular thing tonight or PVC should wear this particular thing because that's not really your realm. And you know that I know the PVC character, you know, more than you know. I, th- I think you understand where I'm coming from. But I know that I do certain things because I've thought about the character, I've obsessed over the character, I've developed the character and tweaked and changed and built it from the ground up. For you to then turn around and try to have an idea of where my character might go is a good thing because you might say, here's here's where I see you in the company, but you're never going to go, oh, um, tomorrow you're you're heel, I want you to cut your hair and come out in a suit. And I'd be like, "Uh, what? That's not really a thing that, that my character would do. But if you had the idea and we could develop it together and make sure that was something that we were both on board to do, then I think that could work. You're, you're not ruling falling star wrestling with, with an iron fist. And the fact that you're open to ideas is, is just awesome because I think that that helps everybody. If you're the boss of something, then obviously, you know, you're not meant to be, uh, you know, bosses normally aren't meant to be liked and, uh, not that it's not liked, but they're you know they're normally meant to be sort of uh, you know seen as they're, they're put on that pedestal and 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 you know it's, it's us against them. And I don't want that. Um, yeah, I want you guys to realise that it's it's obviously fucking uh, the the uh, my my business, but but it isn't it isn't fucking my baby. It isn't my toy. Um, it's not something you're not my fucking players, and I just put you where I want. If if you're not where you think you should be in falling star wrestling or in wrestling in general. Um, that isn't my fault. And I think sometimes that not just in, not just in FSW, um, not in fact, it doesn't happen a lot in FSW. It has happened a few times, but I think a lot of the times people blame, um, promoters or other wrestlers or whatever for the fact they're not where they want to be. When that's 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 not really the, the the case. If you're not where you want to be, it's probably because you haven't put in the work. Um, normally, you know, like if you put in the work, you're 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 gonna be where where you where you want to be. Um, and if you've come and spoke to me, then you know I'm gonna fucking 
dignify you with a with a with a conversation. I'm not just going to tell you, no, fuck off. You're doing what I say, like you know, like 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 you you just stated. So you know, if something if 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 you're an FSW wrestler and you're listening to this and you think that you've not been given the the same opportunities as everyone else, it's because of one or two things. One, you, you're not quite ready to be there, and you need that little bit more training. You need to work a little bit harder. Um, and you need to, um, you know, you need to sit down and have a conversation with me and, and actually work it. Because that's another thing. I also haven't got the time to run after you, chase after you and say, oh, this, this is this is how you, you can make make things make things better. Sometimes it's 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 the fact that you, you've, you've got to come to me because I can't I can't fucking do everything, you know. And, um, you know, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, neither me or Matt can do everything. So sometimes you, you need to make yourself just that little bit more um, uh, visible to me, either me or Matt. So we can, so we can sit down and, and help you and, and, and support you and, 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 and guide you through, um, you know, and if then, if you don't do that and then you're putting a match, which, you think you're you're you know you think that the you shouldn't be in or you're above or maybe you're not even on the show you know um you can't then blame me or blame matt or you know you've got to sort of look inward a little bit and go why am i in this position is it because i haven't turned up for training for fucking you know six months is it because I I haven't fucking said two words to anyone? Is it because I haven't presented an idea? Is it because you know I've I've you know I've I've, I've not you know I've, you know not made myself visible or not done anything particularly impressive in a match or, or worked particularly hard? Sometimes you got to look at yourself in in the mirror a little bit as well, and that isn't me being a being an arsehole. It's just me tell, telling you the truth, you know. It's just it's just me again doing my job as a as a as a promoter and as a as a as a as a as a coach and as hopefully as some kind of mentor to you. I mean, even if you don't like me and don't like what I'm saying, normally if you're not where you want to be, it's sort of ninety percent sort of sort of down to you. Um, you know, I, I very very rarely ignore people, and I'll always make time for us for for, for for everyone. But but with when you you've seen what show days are like, they're manic as fuck. Yeah. So you know it's it's the, the only the thing I can do for you guys and um, is make is is give myself a certain amount of time during that day um, to be available. But you've still got to come up to me with that idea that we can that we can work on, you know, and also just have a little bit of patience and. And then, and then we can, we can, we can go on from there. So I can do my bit by making myself that little bit more available, and you can do your bit by presenting me with a, with a well thought out idea, and we can, we can work on it together. This is, this is for you know future wrestlers type thing. Um, this is for not future wrestlers, current wrestlers type thing, um, and future shows. Um, you know, in just just so there, there's 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 I've learned that there's things that I can do to be a better promoter, also be a better wrestler, um, and there's things that obviously advice that I can give to you. So in the future, you guys can progress a little bit quicker than you might have done, 
um, in in the future because you you know now that you can actually come up to me and, and talk to me as a as a as a human being and and me not just shoot your idea idea down or you know I'm never just going to turn around and say nah that's shit do you know what I mean I promise you I won't I might say no it's shit because and give you a list of ideas or list of reasons why, and then, but it would be good if we did this, this, and this. Why don't we try this? And then, you know, that's half your idea, half mine. Um, not that I want to take credit for the idea, but just just to give you the benefit of, of, of some of my experience. And then you go out there and try it. Hopefully it works, Hopefully, you know, and, and then we can go from there. It's just... It's just networking, skill sharing, you know, stuff like that. That's that's something I think that we can all benefit from falling and star wrestling and something that the, these podcasts have, have shown me just through the art of talking and conversation. We can get a hell of a lot, as much done as we could do by getting in the ring and getting in there doing our up and overs and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And bumping drills, they're just as important. But there comes a stage in the game, like the stage where you are, you know, a stage where a lot of people are, where you know you you're you need to know the minutiae details now that are going to get you over that little bit more, um, you know, and that's where conversation comes in rather than doing up and over drills, you know. There we have it. That's it. We've been podcasting for one whole year. Amazing. We've done interviews and reviews and talked about the wrestling business from the inside and out, and we've loved every minute of it. If you've enjoyed the shows over the last year, please let us know which was your favourite over on Facebook at Falling Star Wrestling. If you have yet to subscribe to the podcast, then please do us a first birthday solid and sub to whichever platform you listen to your podcasts on. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at PVC Pro Wrestling and you can follow Jimmy on Facebook at Jimmy Star Wrestler. Let's raise a glass to another year of the Falling Star Wrestling podcast. And thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Cheers now. Cheers.